Good morning and welcome to HodgePodge this April 21st, 2020. Today on HodgePodge, a little bit later, uh, around 9 o'clock, top of the hour, we'll be talking to Kelly Blackledge as we celebrate Earth Week. Uh, Guests joining me each day of the week talking about some Earth-friendly topics. Kelly will be along and talk about birds and climate change at the top of the hour. But first, we've got Detroit Lake School Superintendent Doug Froke joining me uh, via Zoom this morning. And I'm hoping, Superintendent Froke, your microphone is on and we're ready to go. <laughs> Good morning. Is uh, is this a quick test? Uh, we've got to turn that uh, microphone on here and we will get that on and uh, Superintendent Froke, welcome to HodgePodge. Well, how are you this there morning? There we go. <laughs> We're just great. I know that your microphone works because you had an online meeting last night uh, via Facebook Live, and it was the first of probably a few uh, that will happen as we are into this COVID-19 pandemic and kind of a new way of doing things with social distancing and such. Uh, so the meeting got underway last night online, and I think things went pretty well uh, as far as that goes. But uh, you're into uh, distance learning with the school district. We'll get an update on that. Also, uh, some of the other things going on. I know uh, there were a lot of questions in the air uh, about uh, prom and graduation and some of these uh, ceremonies that typically happen every year uh, we'll get to those as well as, as as well as sports season so where we can start is maybe give us an update on how uh, things are going with distance learning in the district superintendent Froke. sure thanks good morning carol did you uh did you uh listen in on facebook live then last night i did and uh, there were a couple instances where i got bumped off i don't know for whatever reason that was but we heard that 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 uh, I think probably uh, I think I'd gotten a text it was after the meeting, but it, the the text came during the meeting that it was off, and I think that was around the six thirty mark, six thirty p.m. after we'd been in for an hour. Does that kind of sound about right? That yes. it went off. Yes. Yeah, and then then a few minutes later it came back on. So um, that, that we're we're going to live in in that world now where where we might run into those kinds of things. We might have that happen here this morning, Carol. So. We know that we need to kind of grow with it and, and move with it, and and so that's uh, what we did. We did we did use um, uh, the, the the board members and and the administrators were using a Google based platform, and then and then that linked out to Facebook Live. So there there's multiple ways that you can make that happen, and then also um, the meeting now is recorded out on our Facebook okay. on the school district's Facebook site. So. People can go out there and listen and, and uh, watch the board meeting. And, and uh, it was interesting just to watch the the board members. And, and you know, it's very, you know, in a typical board meeting setting when we're all together, the votes are, you know, are done, you know, generally very quickly and on routine matters. And last night we had to kind of slow that process down as part of the protocols that now public officials have to work through when now every vote that's taken has to be done by roll call so that the public can can hear them and, and their position. But anyway, we uh, you're exactly right, Carol. Um, uh, we started on March 30th with distance learning with the kids um, and staff. And uh, by all accounts, uh, things appear to be going well. Uh, we had our, uh, we did some initial surveying after the first week and, and both parents and students 
gave the the experience a positive review, um, and that and that was good to hear. Um, we we talked a lot last night about um, this distance learning is not meant to replace the typical classroom, nor is, should it be misconstrued to to mirror that of what's called an online school. And it is it is neither one of those. Mm -hmm. And um, the situation is what the situation is in terms of what we thought as it relates to the pandemic might be a, a short stay, a short experience where distance learning is concerned, probably is looking like a, it might be a little bit more than that. And, and so that's, uh, we, we're trying to do the best we can from, uh, from a, a service delivery model. And um, it isn't perfect, but uh, I watch it every day, uh, having uh, a son at home and, and experiencing these kinds of things. I watch it so I get a good idea of, of what he's experiencing and then what the teachers are experiencing. And in both cases, I see things are going okay. They're, we're gonna, we're gonna get through this, things are going okay. So, um, like I said, we started on March 30th. Uh, we think that um, there's already been one extension by the governor to continue with distance learning. Uh, the next extension likely would mean that we would continue with that until the end of the school year. Um, uh, there's every, all the pundits are forecasting that, um, and he, he kind of stepped across the line yesterday uh, talking about activities and, and talking about uh, distance learning. Uh, Governor Walls kind of indicated he was not very optimistic that we would be able to bring the kids back at all this year. Um, we expect some kind of announcement either today or tomorrow as uh, every Tuesday and Thursday the commissioner has a conference call with the superintendents across the state at 4 30. Uh, today's conference call has been moved to noon tomorrow. So I suspect that that's a sign that the governor will be making a, a decision or the state of Minnesota making a decision relative to schooling uh, within the next 24 hours. All right. On the line today with Detroit Lake School Superintendent Doug Froke after the school board meeting for the month of April last night uh, via uh, Facebook Live. But uh, Superintendent Froke, also just a couple of questions on distance learning. I know that this came up, too, during your conversation uh, at the school board meeting about, uh, you know, some of the things, obviously, with teaching is that there are tests and then there's the grading that happens. Um, so I know that there's discussion on how do you grade uh, at this time, you know, when, when everything is at a distance and some kids learn differently and, you know, how do you assess that? It, it's a great question, Carol. Um, that's one of the things we'll be working on as a, as a uh, administrative staff uh, tomorrow. Uh, there's a meeting on the whole concept around grading. Uh, it, it seems like, well, we've been doing this for a while now. This We should know how the kids are being assessed and, and what, what kind of we should be giving them feedback. That's exactly right. Uh, we have had conversations about it and uh, the conversations have taken place internally. I know as superintendents in the area and we've had discussions and as uh, you know, the, the department is also, uh, they have convened a committee that's addressing the grading concept while we're in the distance learning mode. One of the things that we wanna remember about distance learning is, is that the, the content and the assessment are secondary to making sure the kids are doing okay. 
Uh, we talked a lot last night with the board about the fact that distance learning, um, even more the relationship piece between the school, the teachers and the students is uh, paramount to anything that, that goes on as it relates to academics. Uh, so we want to make sure that the first thing we're doing from an act, from a, a grading standpoint is making sure that the kids are okay. Uh, do they have everything that they need to be able to complete their work from the various classes? Are they okay uh, from a social standpoint? So we add those checks in uh, multiple times during the week with kids. So that's first and foremost is maintaining relationships. After that, you take a look, you, you said it, Carol, we, that's a given in terms of the fact that every kid learns differently. And uh, so it becomes a fairness issue. Um, a kid given, you know, given this situation where uh, the COVID-19 pandemic is concerned is given this situation, it's not anybody's fault, but yet this is the best thing that we can do from uh, an education standpoint, that being distance learning. So let's keep that in mind that some kids are not going to function well. And, and so the main thing is, is that A, you take care of them from a relational standpoint and B, um, what can we, is it, is it fair then knowing that maybe that particular student is going to have difficulty under a distance learning format, is it fair to, how, is it fair to assess them under a traditional model? I would argue that it's not. And so um, those are things that we've talked about with teachers um, and, and, and they're very aware of that. And so this week then we hope to uh, take a look at at things along the lines of, you know, what is a fair grade? Um, is it fair to a, a, a apply a failing grade to any student during this time? Um, there's an argument out there that could be saying, no, that's not right. So we're having that conversation. Um, the other, you go to the other side of that. What about uh, students who are uh, applying for colleges and they need those grades from a from a grade point average or GPA perspective? to get into a, uh, an institution of higher learning. So you've got, you've got uh, different issues um, as you deal with grading that we'll have to address. And we wanna make sure that nobody gets harmed or no opportunity is compromised because of uh, the situation we're in with pandemic and distance learning. All right. Detroit Lake School Superintendent Doug Froke on the line with me this uh, Tuesday morning and uh, talking about uh, distance learning in uh, the Detroit Lake School District and uh, some of the things that uh, pop up uh, uh, come along with that. Um, one of the other questions I had, too, and I don't know if uh, this was mentioned in the time that I kind of got blipped on the screen or not, but what's happening with the special ed students? I know that a lot of those students do require kind of a hands-on um, daily uh, learning, uh, but what happens with the special ed kids uh, in the district? Exactly. That's, uh, that's a really, even, even more um, uh, is, is the relational piece and making sure that our special education teachers are uh, checking in with them on a, on a more personal level uh, on a, you know, multiple times during the course of the week. Uh, again, it goes back to what I was talking about. The special education students are for sure um, uh, fall would fall into that category of, of probably, you know, a distance learning 
module or concept doesn't fit their learning style. And, and so we have to be cognizant of finding things within our delivery system that, that will work for them. And so um, that, that, takes, uh, that takes a lot of creativity um, and on the bar, part of our staff, and I know they've been doing a really nice job, particularly in the area of reaching out, being very, um, uh, being very uh, uh, relational and purposeful in making sure that they're doing okay, uh, again, from that social emotional standpoint. I've heard stories out there that, that they, uh, they, they really miss that, that school setting. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what? I do too. I, it's, a, it's such a, when you walk through the buildings now, um, you really understand what kids mean to us on a daily basis and what energy they bring to the buildings. And, and so uh, we'd like to have them back as soon as we could, but right now it doesn't seem like that's going to be in the cards at least until, you know, next fall. Right, right. Detroit Lake School Superintendent Doug Froak online with me this morning. And uh, Superintendent Froak, when we come back, well, let's talk about some of the uh, the typical things that happen in the spring with the uh, ceremonies and such and, uh, well, and sports seasons, too, uh, when we return on HodgePodge this Tuesday morning. Welcome back to HodgePodge this Tuesday morning, April 21st, 2020. I'm back in the studio with the Detroit Lake School Superintendent Doug Froke, our virtual studio that is. And uh, Superintendent Froke, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, how to carry on now that uh, we are into this virtual mode and social distancing and planning for those things that come up like prom and graduation that are probably the biggest part of maybe a senior's uh, year. Um, and I know that there was some discussion uh, about that quite lengthy yesterday with the school board members, uh, you know, kind of giving their input and what they're hearing from uh, residents of the Detroit Lake School District about you got to make a decision. You know, it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter what decision you make, but just make a decision and commit to it. And uh, when when will we see kind of a commitment to prom, the holding of prom or graduation? You know, the, the um, answer to that question is probably a lot in line with um, a lot in line with the answer to a lot of the questions that we started with early on with the, with the onset of the pandemic. And the answer to that question is, I don't know. Um, and, and that's really hard for, that's really hard for uh, uh, people to hear. Um, we live in a society where we we go a uh, hundred miles an hour a lot, and we have, you know, when we want answers to questions, we're able to Google something or we're able to uh, go somewhere to find the answer immediately. And this has uh, this time has really put that in check. Um, you know, it's really really interesting to to watch what's happened to us. We've gotten the tasks given to us by the state of Minnesota into a position now where we're functioning and and uh, we're carrying out things uh, reasonably well. When I talk about those tasks, I mean the child care, which is now functioning out of the Boys and Girls Club, which we, we're grateful to the Boys and Girls Club for allowing us to use their facility. Uh, the meal distribution, I think I pointed out there's over 9,300 meals going out to um, the students a week, um, and then the distance learning that we just spent time talking about, Carol. 
but one of the one of the, and and you know all of the facets that go with those. So we're we're functioning pretty well in that regard, and we've got those working well. The the one thing that we just don't seem to be able to find an answer to, and this is we're not talking about just Detroit Lakes. We're talking the state of Minnesota. What are you going to do with graduation if you don't finish the year, and if we have to, and if we have to continue. Uh, following the tenets of social distancing, and and then also, what do you do with prom? And those are those those are big issues because every district in the state has them, and uh, and they have a prom, they have a graduation, and I'm guessing that um, some uh, I would guess this would be a very popular weekend coming up for proms statewide. I imagine some decisions have already been made in that regard. Um, we're trying to hang on to and and uh, to the decision uh, regarding prom as 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 long as we can, but it's getting to the point where um, you know a decision has to be made. Um, so I, I think stay tuned in that regard. I, I think it'll be as you look at. I think it'll be sometime in the next week that you might hear something as it relates to uh, prom. I think a lot of that. A lot of the decision on prom will rest with uh, the governor's announcement if it's made here in the next 24 hours. Um, social distancing, I, I think, is going to be a staple because the state of Minnesota is doing uh, pretty well uh, when compared to uh, the rest of the states in the nation where the the advance of, of COVID-19 is concerned. So what the point is, is that that social distancing concept, the stay at home Minnesota is working. Um, so it, it lends to the fact that if, if that's a key component to the safety of Minnesota residents, then certainly proms might be might have to be either postponed or canceled for this year. Then then you get into graduation, and that's a that's a big part. You know, it, it's a big part of a senior, but it's a big part in somebody's life, and it's a big part in the school district's life. To, to hand somebody a diploma because because of what that means for that child as they go forward into into the world of work or onto an institution of higher learning or serve our country. So um, you, you know the thing about about graduation is is that I believe that there will be it, it may not be in May, may not be in June, but there will be something. And the, again, we're we're going to take our time. We have asked the department, meaning we being superintendents across the state, have asked the department for guidance on what they think we should do because, um, uh, because Lake Park Audubon is different from White Bear Lake. Mm -hmm. um, Lake Benton, Minnesota can probably social distance in their gymnasium with mom and dad and the, and the brothers and sisters of the graduate. Um, you know, Minnetonka can't. Uh, it just isn't in the cards and in, in their gymnasium. So um, there are a lot of things to look at. We've asked them for guidance. I, I, I'm thinking it's going to be very difficult for the for that very reason for the department to come out and tell us all the things that we have to do for graduation. So uh, anyway, my point in telling you that is is that uh, it's a big deal statewide is is at trying to find the answer to that graduation question. Right now, we don't have it. And and that's what I'm, I said. This is a very common uh, answer. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point in time, I think we have to take our first step. And I think we have to wait and see what the governor does with the uh, the school school uh, closure, if in fact that's what it is. And then we start looking at alternatives from there. But we understand the importance and, and the, of these events to our kids. We do. And uh, uh, so we're going to try everything we can to try and meet their objective. And at the same, by the same token, the safety of our, of our residents uh, in the state of, or in the community of Detroit Lakes is paramount too. So um, we continue to work. Um, it is a, it is a, um, these are, are two of the top issues in the district right now is trying to get an answer to those two questions around prom and graduation. All right. Detroit Lake School Superintendent Doug Froke on the line with me this morning and uh, talking about these times of the pandemic and educating and dealing with all the other uh, things that involve relationships and kind of the traditions of the school year. Um, also, of course, sports seasons and activities, uh, same answer i'm assuming but uh, one of the caveats i guess is that uh, uh, for sports i know that that came up yesterday as well uh, for those people who have you know paid for their activity fees and how that will uh, transpire um, if they're if indeed sports seasons are canceled which i'm sure will follow along the same lines as the school year Um, but maybe not i don't know Uh, you get the word from the minnesota state high school league who probably gets the word from the governor and the health department as well he made mention, you know, the Governor Walls made mention of activities yesterday in his press conference that he, he just said he had a hard time when uh, take softball, for example, uh, or baseball, when you have a common ball and everybody touching it. He, he just said, I, I have a hard time with that. So basically, that, that was a pretty strong indicator of what his thoughts are around A, activities, and B, uh, the continuation of distance learning in the state. So that's what I mean. That he really stepped across the line without actually coming forward and, and saying it. But you're exactly right, Carol. We've we've had those conversations internally about uh, refunding uh, refunding the uh, white card fees. So um, if that indeed happens, uh, we'll be going to work and issuing checks back to parents. Uh, same holds true. We're working on the. Uh, the uh, New York trip for the choir uh, participants. We have to, we're working on refunding uh, all of the contributions that they've made toward that trip and, and that kind of thing. We were very fortunate as an aside that um, as of right now, um, we're, we're effectively on a, on a $140,000 trip. We're getting all of about $10,000 back. So right now, that's what I'm saying today, things could change. Um, as it relates to that travel business. But initially we didn't, we weren't very hopeful at all for any of it. Mm-hmm. So we're very lucky and, and those, uh, the process is in place to get folks refunded on that. All right. And just a couple more things uh, before we wrap up here. Of course, uh, one of the positives out of this uh, distance learning is that construction is going on on d- the district projects. And I noticed the high school uh, site is being prepped uh, quite considerably uh mm-hmm. you know if you haven't been there uh it's it's a big dirt pile in front of the high school so the, the things move on there absolutely the um you know once the the distance learning uh modules were put in place and and the directive came from the from uh the, the executive order why we we saw that as an opportunity while the kids were out of the building to 
uh, go to work on maybe some of those projects that we could get done in a month's time um, uh, that were part of the, you know, that were part of particularly of the high school. And, and what you see then on the north end of the high school is prepping that area for uh, uh, the uh, addition of the ninth grade wing, which will be the freshman academy wing. And so we thought that we could get the ground ready um, because obviously there wasn't much frost in the ground this winter, which was nice and very advantageous, but we could get the ground prepped. We could get lines run underneath and then also footings poured uh, uh, coming out on that north end. So um, that's what that is. And we thought the idea was that we could get that done if in fact the kids did come back on the 5th of May, um, that the, the uh, area would be safe and, and uh, you know, prepared for kids to, we wouldn't obviously have kids on that area, but there wouldn't be equipment around and that kind of thing. A quick project could be done very, um, in, in very succinctly in that short month time period of time. So that's what we did. We also have um, lines being run inside the academic wing of the high school right now from an electrical standpoint. So we have all those kinds of things. We just jumped right in and went to work. As I said last night to the board, Carol, and I know you're kind of looking at the clock saying we got to get going. Um, what, I, what I told the board was is this wasn't, you know, uh, certainly our, our situation with construction our, our thoughts and, and our priorities are always with the kids, are, are with the safety of the kids where construction is concerned, but we, we don't, this isn't, uh, you know, this is what, what we wanted at all. We wanted kids in the building. We wanted, we wanted proms, we wanted graduation, we wanted um, uh, all the activities in the spring to happen, and, and now we're not sure. Okay. And, and so construction wasn't, oh, great. This is a great opportunity for construction. That wasn't ever our, our intent or our priority, but it is what it is. We have the time, so let's do that. And, and so as it goes, and that's the idea of, the, of the, uh, the prep site prep on the north end of the high school. Um, we have some, obviously, as you might guess, some water issues. Mm -hmm. So we're dewatering and we're probably going to have to do more dewatering. So we're hoping that the time that we have will, will allow us to get that site ready to go before and if uh, the kids come back on the 5th of May. All right. Very good. We're going to have to end there. Superintendent Froke, I appreciate uh, your time and uh, the information. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get a bit of good news coming up. But in the meantime... Sales up. Sales up. Go Lakers, Carol. All right. Superintendent Doug Froke from Detroit Lake School District. And uh, thanks so much. And we're going to continue our conversation. We'll take a break and we'll continue our Earth Week conversation uh, coming up uh, with Kelly Blackledge, who will talk about birds and climate change as we continue our Earth Week celebration. Right now it is uh, 9 o'clock and we've got uh, 28 degrees, 1340 AM, 93.1 FM, KDLM Detroit Lakes. You're in tune to the station you can count on for news and we'll be back with more hodgepodge after this thanks